Welcome to Pinebridge Investments Podcast. I'm your host Aurelia Sachs, Deputy Head of Client Services EMEA at Pinebridge. Every month we will cover our take on global politics and market trends. In this podcast, we will hear from Siddhartha Singh, Investment Director and Managing Director Asia Equities. We will discuss mega trends in Asia and explain how they are driving prospects for the region's equities. With that, I would like to introduce you to Siddhartha Singh, Investment Director and Managing Director Asia Equities. Siddhartha, welcome. Thank you, Aurelia. So let me talk to you about Asia and why we are so excited about the opportunity here. So let me put this whole thing in context first. If you take a compass and if you keep it at the center of Indonesia and make a circle in such a manner that India and China are part of that circle, you will realize a very strange fact. You will see that more number of people are living within this circle than anywhere outside of the circle. So opportunities basically exist where people reside. And this is very much visible if you look at the Asia's growth profile. This region is today growing at a very fast pace. Not only that, this region is also contributing maximum to the world growth. So what is helping this region to grow at a fast pace? Now, we have identified certain trends, which we think that they will play out over the next 10, 15, 20 years. And these trends will not be disrupted by day-to-day gyration that we keep seeing in the market in the form of interest rates going up by 25 basis points or something like that, or some politics or geopolitics. Now, these are firm mega trends that will play out. Now, most of these mega trends, I'm pretty sure you will agree with these. I call these mega trends as bubbles in English. These are A-E-I-O-U. And for the sake of simplicity, this is A-E-I-O-U. A stands for basically automation. E stands for energy and environment. I stands for information technology. O stands for outsourcing. And U stands for urbanization. So let's go to A. A basically stands for automation. Now, you all know that we are factory to the world. Okay, So everything is getting done in Asia. But unfortunately, this factory is getting old. Now, to maintain the same level of efficiency, we need more and more robotics. We need more and more you know, factory automation and all of this thing that you are hearing about today. So this is like factory automation, Internet of Things, industrial Internet of Things, and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of opportunity over there. Now, with the COVID thing, which is catching humans and not the machines, there is all the more important reason why we should move on to automation. So that's the first one. Then if you move to energy and environment, as I said, Asia is going to be the fastest growing economy over the next 10, 15 years. If I'm growing fast, that also means that I'm consuming a lot of energy. Now, if I'm consuming a lot of energy, I'm polluting the environment. So these are basically energy and environment are two sides of the same coin. Now, on top of that, what is happening today is that everybody is talking about ESG, everybody is talking about carbon net neutrality and all these things. Now, if I combine all of this, we have to be more and more efficient in terms of our energy consumption. So there's lots and lots of things which are happening in Asia, things like renewable, focus on renewables. We are the largest suppliers of renewable battery, new energy vehicles. So it, it, the energy and environment is very, very critical and it doesn't end there. So if you look at humans, we also need energy. We need calories. You know. Now, if you look at the whole region, what is happening is that the cities are expanding. Now, when the cities are expanding, your rural land is compressing. Now, on the same, on a compressed land, you need to produce more. So you have to be more and more efficient. So by 2030, one of the statistics from FAO, it was mentioning that by 2030, we will require 70% more food than what we require today. 
Now, how do we increase this? So we need fertilizers, we need better quality of seeds. So again, there's a big, big opportunity in energy and environment. The third one, I mean, we are, we, we are very clear about this. This is IT, which is information technology. Now, every business is getting disrupted, both disruptor as well as the disrupted. We need IT. So this is where you keep hearing about data center, 5G, work from home, software, fintech. All of this is giving you a lot of opportunities to invest. O stands for outsourcing. Now, Asia, as I said, it's a factory to the world. Now, being a factory to the world, everything is getting produced here. We are very well embedded into the global supply chain. It's very difficult to remove us. Now, next time, tomorrow morning, when you get up and you go for a jog or your run, just look at dry fit at your Nike t-shirt. This is all being done in Asia. It's very difficult to remove Asians from the entire supply chain. So whether it's pharmaceutical or IT or robotics or automation, anything of that kind. And finally, there is urbanization. U stands for urbanization. Now, once again, I mean, we always talk about this, but Asia, if you look at the statistics, Asia is still 55% urbanized. There are 20 people who are moving from rural areas into cities every minute. Now, if that is the condition, I mean, look at our cities today. If that is the condition, we need more roads, more ports, more airports, more housing, more everything of whatever you can think about the infrastructure we need that. Now, so as we just now discussed about the mega trends that will be playing out, over the next 10, 15 years, one has to be mindful of certain risks. Uh, these risks, these will be temporary bumps here and there, but we have to be cautious about them. So let me list down a couple of them for you. The first one is the COVID risk, the virus spread risk. By every day, the virus is getting smarter. So the spread can continue. If the spread continues, we will see some lockdowns in the economies, which will get the economic growth rates down. So that's the first risk that we are seeing. The second one is geopolitics. Of course, now if you look at the Asian countries here and there and across the world, everyone is fighting with everyone. So this can, for a temporary time period, that can basically get the, again, disrupt the economies for a very short period of time. But that's an opportunity as well. As I mentioned earlier, these things will not get delayed, but they may get delayed. So once, if you see all these risks coming in, the prices can come down. And that is a very good opportunity for investors the third one is premature policy withdrawals. It is things like if we, if we start seeing liquidity being taken out of the system or the interest rates started going up, so that can also disrupt the economies. And finally, the fourth one that we are seeing as a risk is valuations. I'm not saying that the entire market is at risk from a valuation perspective, but there are certain pockets in the market which are expensive at this point in time. Now, if there is any wrong step that is taken out, or if investors become cautious, then what we can see is that the market's correcting. So that can get the market valuations again, I mean, at, at an attractive level, but the entire market can correct. So these are the four or five risks that we are seeing in the market at this point in time. Risks are always there in the market, but most importantly, opportunities are abound. I'll leave you with this. Thank you so much for listening in. Thank you, Siddhartha, and thanks everyone for listening. We hope you will listen again in the future. For more economic and investment insights, please visit pinebridge.com.